0: and welcome to another episode of fools daily yes another episode i know it's been like a year or more but a million years it could have been a million years it's matt hello we've got some time and we've got space in a schedule and we're actually gaming so we're recording and this is episode three hundred and fifty. Oh, now now you've ruined it because it might not be. Oh, might it not? No, it, no. Actually, no. I think you're right. I think it is three hundred and fifty.
1: I normally am right.
0: Well, you're not normally right. Um. So yes, uh, you can you can blame Mark Bedford for this.
1: Yes, this is Bedford's fault for being a harasser and poker and and otherwise. Bullying, jiggler-type person.
0: Yeah. Because we're in Warhammer World, and out of the blue, harassed. Yes.
1: Told some sob story about listening to old episodes just to hear our voices.
0: Yeah. So, there we go. So I decided we'll call this episode It's a Wonderful Life.
1: Why? Because that's set in Bedford Falls. Nice. I I feel my... The Bedford... In- Was a better film reference, but you crack on with your old schmaltzy Frank Capra type tip. Classic. It is a classic. It is a classic, yes. It is one of my favourite films and certainly one for us mentalists to watch from time to time. Yes.
0: Yes, because it it does inspire happy thoughts eventually.
1: (laughs) Yeah. After kind of an hour and a half of misery, there is a glimmer of hope at the end. Yeah. Still. Um, so,
0: <laughs> I'm not really sure how we do this anymore.
1: No, where do we begin? Um, sorry we've been away. We haven't been gaming. No. Or doing anything. Um, it's been, uh, I'm going to use a word, it's been, oh, I can't say it, it's been P poor It has been poor. Because I'm assuming we're still catering to the family audience and I'm not allowed to swear.
0: Oh, it's probably a good idea. Okay. Um, it has been poor. Uh, we, If you've read our blog posts... Um, and if you haven't, why not? Especially as I'm making an effort to actually write some. I did as well. Yeah, you n- managed to dash out morning, about
1: 150 words. But they were wise
0: and insightful words. <laughs> I doubt that. Um, if you've read our blog posts, you'll notice that... Um, Last year, we didn't really do very much. (laughs) No. Um, It was a fallow period. Yeah, you had a new job. Yes. Um, I was dealing with various family-related crises. Yes. Um, I had a fiancé back then as well. You had a fiancé back then. Um, And he doesn't have a fiancé now. We should point this out. Um, No. And um, was your dad still alive then? No, he was already dead last year. (laughs) Okay. But I was still grieving. Okay. I I, I can't remember whether you mentioned it or not. Very rarely. Um, And so we didn't game, really, at all. Um, Very very little. Yeah, we we went a period of six months without putting any toy soldiers on the table. Uh, sad or painting or or anything really played some dungeon played some dungeon dragon well i played some dungeon dragons you did i um, didn't matt didn't uh, and that was that was pretty much it and mm. over christmas time we sort of went no we must do better and to be fair
1: we have done better this year we have played things yeah lots of different things and we painted things I've not painted massive amounts, I don't think. But... You oh, no, I did, but... Dragon Rampant. The Dragon Rampant stuff. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. Uh, Seven TV? Yes. All right, I have painted some stuff, then.
0: You haven't painted anything that you meant to paint. No. <laughs> that's crazy talk. Um, so, yeah, so we've been, we've been playing... We have been playing games and being involved in new communities... Mm. Mm-hmm. And things. Um so I say I mean we we went to our first ever seven T V event. Yes, at the lovely board in Brum.
1: And we met people. Nice people. Oh they were nice, but yes. That's why I said people as opposed to bastards.
0: <laughs> so yeah, so we met we met some nice people who um were basically our sort of gamers. And we knew yes. it was going to be our sort of gamers after the first round. And we said to the guy who was organising it, the lovely
1: Mike, and we said to him, do you want the scores? And he went, no, I don't care. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was a gaming day designed for fun and frolics as opposed to, you know, any of that competitive stuff, which generally I'm not very good at anyway. No. And
0: so we played so we played 7TV and... Uh, which was our first, the first time that we played Seven TV, not just you and me, actually.
1: Yes, and just to clarify, it's Seven TV of the original flavour because there are yes. several yes. out yes. there now. Yes,
0: Seven TV Fi. Yes, um, second edition. Probably the best get, probably the best set of uh, skirmish rules that are on the market at the moment.
1: Um, certainly, for that um, the cinematic narrative thing that we have spoken many, many times over many, many episodes um, about, um, because that's exactly what they're designed to be. Very much like Fistful of Kung Fu was. Yes, um, they are. They are designed to mimic all of those TV shows and movies, and um, initially, kind of the the 60s and 70s spy shows. But really, you can you can do whatever you want with them. Yeah. Um, so, yes, very, very much up our alley. Yeah, and um,
0: I took – the beauty is, although uh, there are miniatures from Crooked Dice, the profiles that you get are very much generic profiles. So it's like Action Hero yep. and things. And so you can use any miniatures you want, which is always a winner. And so I painted up some chibi – uh, Kung Fu guys uh, that originally were going to be repurposed for Malifaux, and then I turned them into a Fistful of Kung Fu group, and then I added a few more models to use them in Seven uh, TV. Mm-hmm.
1: And what did you take? I took Bane. That's uh, I right. repainted a Hero Clicks Bane because obviously all of the um, Night Model stuff is uh, bigger scale, um, and some random. 28 mil kind of terrorist come freedom fighter types to actors, um, his minions, a la um, Dark Knight Rises. That's right, I remember now. And
0: amazingly, considering it was the first time that we played people who had played before
1: and weren't us, we yes. hadn't been doing it wrong no we'd we'd pretty much got it all nailed down um but then you know that's a measure of the rules themselves in that they're not um unnecessarily complicated They're yes very well written and straightforward (laughs) though interestingly of course there has been much debate
0: about seven tv at the moment about whether you can punch people once or twice in a round (laughs) yes (laughs) because everyone has been punching twice but apparently it was always supposed to just be able to punch once but, you know, these things are sent to tries. They are. But, but, no, I mean, it was excellent. It was a really good. Um, I knew that we were on a winner when I'm sitting down at my first game and I'm telling the guy that I'm playing the backstory of my um, cast and, you know, that I've gone into details about making up episode guides and things because I'm slightly sad like that. And uh, the guy goes, yeah that's all great. This is mine,
1: and I basically had the same thing <laughs> yeah yes they definitely and because i've read your d and d blog posts oh, of the last couple of days um it's something you know that certainly you do and that I do as well around that narrative element i build the backstory you know your invest our investment in games doesn't come necessarily from You know, stomping people or crushing all before us for a glorious win. It's about playing out the story.
0: Yeah, which given how good we are is probably just as well. Well, you've won things. Uh, So um, have I. Let's come on to that. We're coming to that. (laughs) Hey. Um, So we were then signed up. We were also signed up for an Epic event. But weirdly, given how much I like Epic, I just wasn't feeling Epic at all. Yeah. Just didn't want to go and play it, so we didn't go to that. Mm. So the what no. we ended up going to was a Dragon Rampant event. Also at in Brum. Also ignored um ignored. Organised by the lovely Mike. Yeah. Um
1: with similarly um quite some of the same people there as well, because obviously if you're of that mentality um like us Around having fun rather than and, and in fairness, you know, Dragon Rampant, much like seven VR, rules around fun. They're not designed to be a, a competitive set of rules. I mean, you know, there is a win and there is a loss about it, but that's not what the game is about. Yes. And so That being
0: said <laughs> I was just gonna I was, that was it. So anyway, so we went there and again we painted up some we painted up some new models. Yeah. Events have been really good for getting models painted this year.
1: Yeah, certainly have. Um, and we've spoken about having that kind of deadline and a driving force behind oh. getting stuff done. And that has certainly been the case this year.
0: Um, but we, so we we went and... Um, Played three games each. Yeah, we did play three games. I, I won two of my games. Did you? I won all three. Really? Ah. Yes,
1: that's a fact, Jack
0: was was the Was the tournament result based on winning your games?
1: No, it certainly was not so um, the story behind the whole event was, and we were each trying to get the best present for the new mayor of whatever town it was that we were heading towards. so if you won your games, you had a, a slightly wider choice of what present you could pick but you could only have one. So, in effect, I was getting to pick from three presents and having to discard the other two cards. But the list of what was the best present had been decided ahead of the event and had been decided by Mike's wife. So there was an interesting little thing at play between what we as men and gamers would think the best present would be without knowing anything about Mike's wife and how geeky she was, what her thought process was as to what would be the best present. So the games were kind of almost inconsequential to the the mind game of trying to pick the best thing. Or just randomly keeping one. Or just randomly keeping one. What did you do? I picked the best thing.
0: (laughs) Matt won an event.
1: Whoop, whoop.
0: By keeping the best thing.:
1: <laughs> Well, actually, I swapped out for the best thing in the last, the last chance we had to swap presents, And I had a long debate with myself <laughs> not the first or last time that'll be happy <laughs> um, and, and changed my mind at the last minute and plumped for the thing that I thought Mike's wife would have picked as the best thing, as opposed to the thing that was actually the best thing. Um, And it turns out that, weirdly, given my current domestic situation, I knew that woman's mind quite well.
0: You did. You did. And so, therefore,
1: Matt won. And he got a prize. I did get a prize. I got a new set of rules. Uh, The Osprey set that covers um, the Daniel Mersey set. I can't remember. It's called Rebels and Patriots. covers Covers
0: American Civil War,
1: doesn't it? American American War of Independence and American Civil War. Um, so it's a it's a variation on Chosen Men, the Napoleonic version, which is a variation on Lion, Rampant, and all of those games.
0: It's not a variation on Chosen Men. Is chosen, it not? I no, because thought... no, Chosen Men is oh, that was Latham, wasn't it? by Mr. Latham, not by Mr. Yes. Mersey. No, apologies. Um, men Who Would Be Kings. That's it. That's the one. Yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't remember it either.
1: So yes, I've pretty much now that now that's been added to the the blue section of my wargame shelf pretty much rounds out the whole of the available rampant variations.
0: Of course, then what happened is something that means that we probably won't play much Dragon Rampant. <laughs> yes. Because um we've talked about it in the past uh, you'd have to go back years, though, because it's obviously been over a year since we last recorded anything. Um, you know, the last episode we did, you weren't even on it. Um, was I,
1: I'm sure I had a very good reason. Oh,
0: you were probably with your fiance.
1: Yes, or my dad had died. <laughs> um,
0: we were talking to uh, the guys who from Workhouse Games who were putting together um, awful orphanage. They were just about to do their Kickstarter. Mm. Which delivered. That's a long time ago. Yes, it's delivered a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> nice. Haven't opened it yet. I'm waiting till Mage, and I thought I might play it at Mage. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but yes, uh, we in the past we've talked about that we really like Saga. And last year, after, actually after, oh God, it's been so long, after um, we finished recording... Um, episode 349, they released Saga version 2. Yes. Which, which cleaned up a lot of the ambiguities in the first edition rules. And also, interestingly, because they put this out as a, a reason that they were doing it, they cleared up a lot of the tournament exploits that were being used. Shenanigans. Yeah, Shenanigans is good. Or... Wankerish behaviour, um, yes, BD twats, yeah, them, and so they removed a lot of those things that dude. and so we we picked it up at um, Salute last year, and we played a, we was, played a few we yes, played a few did. games yeah it was Salute last year bloody hell I know, hell. <laughs> I know. Um, and we played we played a few games of uh, Vikings versus various things, and it's great. Um, as a rule set, it just flows much better. It's yeah. far easier to learn. Um, I can't comment on the battle boards and stuff because I don't really understand all of that thing, that sort of thing about whether it's no. good or not. It's It's amusing and fun. <laughs> so we played a few games of that, but one of the things that really excited us was the fact that in the rule book, there were pictures of samurai, which obviously Woo-hoo-hoo! Matt got quite excited about, and, fully engorged. How do we know? Um And uh, fantasy troops. Because it, the obvious intention was that they were going to create a fantasy universe. If you don't know how saga works, there is the main rule set, which is a 32-page rule book. And then there are what they call saga universes, which define the troops that, the troops and the forces that live within that universe, and they're balanced against each other, and have also the battle boards, because obviously that's Saga's unique mechanism, um, which is the resource-based stuff, are in those universes. So, so far, we've had two universes, which is um, Age of Vikings and yep. Crusades, yep. which are basically replacing ones that had come out
1: Previously.
0: For, version, for version one Saga. So this year... They released Saga Age of Magic Universe, which is mm-hmm. fantasy armies in the saga, using the saga rules. So, some fantasy battle boards um, for you to And the way they've gone about it is very, very clever because uh, I'm going to digress. There was another set of rules coming out this year um, called Warlords of Erewhon. Um, which, if you don't know, is Nowhere Backwards. <laughs> and I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, so it's clever. Warlords of Nowhere Backwards. <laughs> um, okay. Um, which uh, were based on, which well, were based on, are based on, the bolt action rules. Uh, thank you. Word completely escaped me. <laughs> which we were quite excited about. Um, bolt action is a fun system. The pulling the dice out the bag is a nice, really nice mechanic. Yep. Um, I thought it would look quite good. But my hopes were dashed in the in the run-up to the release, because they were releasing army. Effectively, there are 13 or 14 army lists in the book. Um, but yep. they're very much
1: prescribed army lists. So yeah, um, a bit like a bit like Gates of Antares. It's fantasy Gates of Antares, basically. Yeah. So kind of when we originally looked at it, we were kind of hoping for you know much as our thing around um, you know picking up the the fantasy tropes, but being kind of figure agnostic and allowing an element of uh, flexibility. But unfortunately, they've gone much more that kind of they're much more prescribed, fixed. It's
0: much closer to a Games Workshop set of army lists.
1: Yeah. So
0: you can have this, 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 and this. And this is what, you know, here's a whole load of background. So there is a Beastman army list. So you're, most gamers are naturally going to be pushed into, if they've got, if they want to use Beastman models, they're going to be poured into that sort of thing. There's a, uh, I can't remember what the name of it is. There's one that's basically classical Greeks. Yeah. I can't remember what it is, but, no, you know, they're, they're sort of sending you that thing. And that was exactly what I didn't want. Um, But then Saga Age of Magic came along, and the way they do it is the battle boards are effectively, as Matt said a second ago, they're effectively tropes. So you have the Horde, and there is a battle board that defines the Horde. But it doesn't define what the Horde is.
1: Yeah. So... It's not race specific. It's about how the force plays, as opposed to the individual units or what race they may or may not be. Yes, because as so normal in historical saga, you have
0: your warlord and then you have levies, warriors, and half guard. All of those things still exist in Age of Magic, but you also have creatures and monsters. Yeah. Um but and creatures can vary. They a creature could be ogres, could have a small unit of ogres. Yeah. Or it could be you know, a games workshop for example, it could be some flesh hounds.
1: Yeah. Um I think there's there's three types. You've got a, in effect a bipedal creature, yeah. that could be anything like an ogre, a minotaur, a troll, um a cyclops, you've got quadrupeds, so centaurs, giant spiders, anything like that, and then you've got flying. Yeah, Uh, creatures. So, you know, harpies, um, pegasus, pegasi, whatever it is that you, uh, so yeah. desire, whatever models tickle your fancy. Yeah.
0: And, and there are, there are six of these tropes. So there are a horde, um, which I'm using a mixture of North, North type races. So I've got some Viking models. I've got some barbarian models. I've got a giant. Um, I've got some centaurs. I've got um, some walrus men as my as some creatures, you know that sort of thing. So you can make make some matches. Yeah. Um, and if you're coming from the historical background, you can just add a couple of mythical creatures to your historical army, and then you've got an Age of Magic army. But mm-hmm. obviously, one of the things that they're looking for is to, for people to pour their Games Workshop armies into this. So. Um, There is one of the boards. is called the Great Kingdoms. And you look at it and you think, oh, old empire might be a great kingdom. And in fact, they have one of the special things that the Great Kingdom can have is effectively a steam tank. Yeah. But one of the examples they give is elves as a great kingdom. So, you know, Atlanteans or something. Um, Or Bretonians or... There are some very lovely. Uh, war, no, it's not war, it, what what war games found is a it on Warmonger. Yeah, um, they make those great orcs. So orcs yeah. in Renaissance clothing and stuff look yeah. like a great kingdom to me. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a brilliant uh, army on the Facebook group for Age Magic, where a guy has effectively taken sort of victorian science fiction models yeah um very john carter of mars type aesthetic yeah very, very hg wells sort of uh, pith helmets and gas masks yeah. kind of thing and he's and he's using them though it is interesting how many people go oh have you made them sci-fi rules no, it's, it's magic you know technology yeah. indistinguishable from magic sort of thing
1: and each one of the, each one of the forces has a couple of variations which can slightly adjust what troop of the troop types are available and give you some special rules um so for example in the in the great kingdoms one there is if you like the kind of the religious aspect the the crusaders come Daughters of Sigma, kind of thing, where you've got like paladins, and you're not allowed monsters and beasts because clearly they're abnormal. So, yeah. kind of that zealot approach to uh, space marines. Uh, well, I, I was thinking more kind of witch hunters type, um, flagellants, and all of that kind of thing. Yeah, but but exactly that. We, you know, you look at you can look at it and you can interpret it in different ways because it gives you that flexibility to. You know, shape the trope into the race and the backstory that you want.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, my, you know, the barbarians using the horde battle board. I mean, that's a pretty straightforward. <laughs> it's not one. a massive leap. No. No. Um, but I think my other world one, mm-hmm. um, is more interesting where I basically used Greek mythology. So Zeus is my greater demon. And then various mythological creatures. Yeah, my troop types are harpies and minotaur men. Yeah, um, but I'm using the other world board because you know godly powers and smite you and stuff. So, um, it's yeah, it's very interesting. interesting. Game plays very well. Uh, it's it's obviously the new hotness in the saga community at the moment because there's a lot of people putting things together, but someone
1: has decided to organise an event. Well, yes. Here's the thing. Ever since we stopped playing kind of Malifaux, I think we've both been in a position where we really enjoyed running the events and hanging around with cool people. And, um, you know, uh, much as anything else, the winning and the losing kind of was was second place to. Um, enabling people to have fun. And we both really, really enjoy these rules. So I thought, let's have a go and see if we could generate a bit of enthusiasm for them. Um, So I'm running a 16-player event on the 24th, 25th of August. I probably should know that. The Sunday of that weekend, anyway, um, at Battlefield Hobbies, where we've been many times before and run events there and been to events there. Um, so, if you fancy it, um, either ping me on Twitter or join the Saga Facebook pages too. There is a specific Age of Magic one as well, um, but the deets are on both. Um, and I'm hoping that you know we're starting at 16 players, and, it, and it, I've already had you know a bit of interest. I only put it up over the weekend, and there's already kind of in effect three or four of the 16 places have been booked, um, pending payment, um, which should be coming today um but it's but it's something that then we could take to Wayland or we could take over to um firestorm or up to element um, to give people an opportunity to play outside of their normal gaming group uh, and the key thing you know there will be small prizes for first, second and third and a wooden spoon but I've put two prizes in around if you like, the best painted. So there will be a best painted point. So in Saga, you get four half-guard, um, eight warriors, 12 levy, two creatures or a monster for a point. So that will be a painting competition, if you like, in the traditional sense. Um, but then there's a second prize for best warband, and that's less about painting. That's about people's imagination um, and taking a concept and bringing it to the table so it'll be about conversions, about theme, about the ideas, you know, if if they've had it, you know, like the Victorian sci-fi, what a brilliant idea. You know, if somebody's had a brilliant idea, then uh, that will be what that prize will be for. Um, you know, the painting competition is for the best points. The best war band is about imagination. So come and play. Cool. That's it.
0: Cool. So there you go. Simples. Uh, so yeah. So and that's Matt organising that. Nothing to do with me.
1: Still can't bring myself to. All. Well, it is because you keep harassing me. You keep harassing me. You're m- you're my constant WarGames wife who keeps mm. nagging me about have you done this? Have you done that? So would you do it if I didn't nag? But you? for a change, I'll. Eventually, yes. <sighs> Possibly, probably, maybe. No.
0: Probably not. Um, so, so that's that. Um, so, yeah, So, sa- that's saga, that's cyber age magic. So, that's absorbing a lot of time. Um, but we've got more yep. Seven TV events coming. At least another. Yes. Two, at least another two. Yep. Um, there is War Games. War Games Illustrated is running a um, Seven TV day, which apparently is the biggest event that War Games Illustrated have ever run. <laughs> Is it really? Apparently so. It's apparently going to have the most people. Um, because I believe there are 32 players. Cool. I believe there are 32 players. Oh, sweet. Uh, coming to play 7TV Pulp. Um, yes. For which Another I- version of the rules. Yes. So based on 30s and 40s uh, US pulp novels, movies. Uh, TV series, sort of thing, you know, Flash yeah. Gordon, Gordon uh, Dashiel Hammett, uh, Sam Spade, yeah, gangsters, etc. Uh, oh yes, <laughs> I am using Doctor Mobius and his
1: robotic legions of doom. Filthy, maniacal, mechanical idiot. Well, he's not a mechanical idiot. No, but all his little cronies
0: are. Yes. Um, and I have three models left to
1: paint. Excellent, well done, you. Uh, what are you using? Uh, well, I was going to do the ship's crew and use an ana- uh, analogy uh, uh, thing. What's the word I'm looking for? Well, why don't
0: you explain what you're going to do, and then people can make up a their version
1: own words. of a, a version of a Star Wars cast, but in a pulp setting. Um, so it's going to be the crew of the SS Peregrine because it's Falcon, um, and with some um, stand-ins for Han and Chewie and all of those. But annoyingly, somebody else is also doing a ship's crew, so I've veered off to a tangent. And unsurprisingly, um, because I've got a billion figures, um, I'm going to uh, do some pulp police, um, and I've got from pulp miniatures do a rather nice kind of hero set with kind of masked gangsters and stuff like that so i will be doing uh, the crimson shadow and members of the uh, san angeles police department very nice are they painted yet uh, no
0: are they anywhere near painted yet uh,
1: define near painted
0: um have they got paint on them? they're in the
1: same room they're in the same room as some paints
0: yeah but not for much longer because you're moving house
1: well yes but they'll, they'll be quick to
0: paint don't you don't you worry my dear so the uh, so the uh, dragon rampant event that we went to um, matt was up in the hotel painting before <laughs> the event weren't
1: you dear boy yeah it's traditional well, it's not it's traditional t- it's not it's for me because I'm appallingly organised and therefore I'm always painting stuff the day before an event. I wasn't the only one. Alistair was still painting snotlings that night. He had a million of them. You had like eight models. That's neither here nor there.
0: <laughs> so, um, so that's that. So, and then there's another. There is seven TV Day three. Uh, the tropical what? island or something. On the twenty-first
1: of September, I want to say sometime.
0: It's sometime in September. Yeah, um, about which I'll have to paint another new crew. But I think I know what I'm going to do for that.
1: I have got no idea. I haven't thought that far ahead. But I did happen across all of my stuff that I collected for the Dust Forty Seven game. So kind of weird World War Two. So oh, there nice. may be there may be a chance to do something. Kind of pulp, World
0: War Two. E nice. Um, well, so, oh, I've got a Borrows and Badges event next
1: week, next month. Yes, we talked about that. Did we? Were we playing that before we went off air? <laughs> I honestly, can't remember. We must have been. Certainly, we. You talked about it as a version one.
0: Yeah, but I don't um, think we had a. Cut, it wasn't out in hardback.
1: Because again, no, no, I picked sir, that up at salute. Yeah, so version two's happened since. That's a great game. Yes, Burrows and,
0: Burrows and Badges is awesome. Um, it's its the only game system that I play that I actually use the models that are created for the game.
1: Yes. <laughs> I don't, because weirdly I've gone for something that's a bit Japanese-themed. Really? Just for a, just for a change.
0: Um No, so Burrows and Badgers was one of Osprey's games from last year, uh, written by Michael Lovejoy, um, who has also been harassing us to record again. Um, He did, yes. And it's a great set of rules, really good, um, especially if you're playing it in a campaign. Because your warbands can grow and you can bring in new men and you just end up making really good stories.
1: Um, Yeah. Yeah, plays out really nicely um, with your kind of warband development and expansion, kind of like Mordheim, but without the complications of it becoming unplayable after three games. Yeah, and the the other really good thing about
0: it is that the the figures are an absolute joy to paint. After many, many CAD-designed figures where or we will just add this mm. extra fiddly bit of detail that has no relevance to the figure whatsoever but will look really good in a render and then be really really rubbish when you build it and paint it. Um painting Oathsworn miniatures are an absolute joy. Because
1: Yes, and it's a, and it's a rapidly expanding um range at the moment because um Mike is sculpting like Billy and I think he was talking about a potential another small Kickstarter again at some yeah. point this year.
0: Yeah,
1: I uh, know he's working on a massive
0: hound.
1: Um, he was doing the head of that the other day. Me too, but Tinder is a funny place. <laughs> <laughs> really? Sorry, I felt it was an appropriate joke for that point. Okay. Um, There's a lot on there with more tattoos than teeth. It's a scary place. <laughs> so what else, is that? what else have we been doing? Um, um. Oh, we had Mage iOS.
0: Oh, well, I was coming. Oh, yeah, I was going to come to that. You're going to come to that in a bit. Yeah, because okay. you played that. But we had Mage last year. Yes. Um, which was going to be the heptathlon or something. I can't remember it. Where we were all going to play multiple different games. But there were various people who went, I don't really want to play that, and I want to play this, and da da da. da. And so what we ended up doing was just having a free for all and just play whatever you want type thing. Um. And Burrows and Badgers and Dead Man's Hand proved to be the most yes. popular games. Dead Man's dead man's Hand, surprisingly, people really, really liked I mean, not surprisingly because it's a really good game, but yeah. surprisingly because it's not one of those games that <sighs> sort of has that mass appeal. No. Um, but it went down very, very well. Lots of people like, liked that. Um, so this year it is just a play what you want. So I think there's a lot of people playing Burrows and badges on Saturday and then there's various other things being played on Sunday. Um yeah. But I'm sure I'll talk about that as it gets a bit closer. Yes. It's, it's like still six weeks away.
1: Yes, it'll come around quick though,
0: won't it? It will. It will. Everything's coming around quick because we're getting old. That's a fact. I'm 50 in less than a year's time. Mm-hmm. I'll be 33 this year. Yes, dear. Mass was never your strong point since they took those extra two fingers off. Uh, fact. Um, Alright, so, yes, so AOS. Um, friend of the show, Ben Crow, had organised an AOS event, um, a narrative based one, in Ramsgate, Margate. Uh, yes, one of them gate places. Some some Brexit loving gate place. Yes, um, Dan Saff. Yeah, still not fans of Brexit. No, has it's said. But anyway, <laughs> let's not start on that. Ah, that's true. But we're old people. We're supposed to have voted for it. I read the. I read what the youth say. It's all the old people's fault. All them people not, are above forty. We're not talking politics. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. Um, so he'd he'd organise this thing, and um, because it was a whole load of ex Malifaux players going, yeah, uh, we said, yeah, let's go down. And so, um, Matt, Lee, the boy Rory, and myself were going to go down. Uh, unfortunately, the ongoing family issues for me meant that I couldn't go, but you did get to go.
1: Yes so we we trolled on down to the uh immigrating immigration hating southeast um and so we weren't doing politics uh, it just slipped out okay Uh, um and it was just a wonder event three games i think they ended up there was 10 of us in the end playing um again very relaxed um I've been to when I went to Sheffield Slaughter. Obviously, not playing in the top tables, it was it was quite friendly, but it certainly wasn't um, a tournament that was designed to be massively competitive um, at all. Uh, and he, you know, there was there were a lot of people there that had played iOS, but not at any sort of serious competitive level. So it was a, all about the um, shizzle and giggles. Um, so I took down my Seraphon... Uh, Lee took his undead, which because he's some sort of weird painting machine, he'd pretty much painted all in the week before. Um, and Boy Rory took, um, his blades of corn, which are all sorts of nasty, choppy, runny things that, um, I played in the second round and he, he was all over me in turn one, yeah,
0: which is what, interesting because he'd been, because
1: he'd been, yeah, because he'd been all over me the night before in the hotel room as well. Um, so I played three games, one, one lost two. Uh, I think Lee played you know, one, two and lost one. I think Rory played two and lost one. Um, but there were the way it was playing out with objectives and secondary objectives and stuff like that. I think Lee ended up in third spot. Um, weirdly, I think also got best sporting, um, which was a surprise cause he's a dickhead. Um, and a long way away. <laughs> and, um, but again, a jolly good time was had by it all. It's probably the first game of Age of Sigmar I've had in the best part of, well, any gaming that I've done in about a year. But so I, I think I played a game against Not Gay Neil about a year ago, um, just after the second version of AOS came out. But it did remind me that, do you know what? There are a bloody good set of rules, and they are or can be played, to have fun. Um, So we kind of got a bit enthused about that. Um, And I guess that enthusiasm ended up being catching for you as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I was not best pleased to miss it. Um, I hadn't painted any models, because I'm not a painting machine. Uh, But I was going to take a straight order force... Basically, just mixing and matching nice models together. Um, A lot of Empire stuff, but some Dwarf Slayers and some Hmm. uh, Wood Elf Archers. Um, I'm particularly proud of the age of the models, because if I'd played Rory, I could have put down models that were older than he was.
1: Yes, I believe it's what the kids these days call a bit of a soup army. Oh, is that what it's called? I believe so. I believe that's what the hip young things call it, where you are in effect picking bits and bobs out of the grand allegiance or uh-huh. the great allegiance or whatever it's called um, to allow you to kind of cherry pick decent units. Um, oh, oh, okay. I'm, I know. I th- I know got... that's not that's not your. I must have got that cherry pick bit wrong. <laughs> well, you cherry picked on on aesthetic value as opposed to performance. Yes. So it's it's the the good thing about it is it's all
0: metal. Um, there are no plastic models in it now. And um,
1: I'm quite. <coughs> to... What? Sorry, I was just watching the cricket. Um, he just. Uh, it doesn't matter. You'll watch the wicket on highlights. Which who's he wicket? Just hit... Russell's wicket? No. O'Shane Thomas just got himself out by hitting the wickets with his bat after the ball had long gone past. I don't know what they've given him out or because the ball had gone and was in the umpire's, uh, in the wicketkeeper's hands. Oh, uh, uh, uh don't do it. Oh, he's done it on the replay again. It's quite funny. Sorry. That's Carry on. Generally the way that replays work. Yeah, it was, it's like it was the same thing, but again, and slower.
0: <laughs> um, so anyway, so I didn't get, I didn't get to go. Um, but what we did decide to do is, uh, because the chaps had had such a great time, um, that we should probably add it to the arsenal of games. And <laughs> arsenal. No, what's wrong with Arsenal?
1: It's got the word "ass" in it.
0: <laughs> you are such a child. <laughs> yes. This is why we stopped recording because you're just exasperating like a two-year-old. Uh, charming, like George Clooney, I think is what the phrase you're looking for. Sure, mate. What That's what. The, that's one of the things that young people say. Yeah.
1: So, anyway, we were adding anyway.
0: something to your ass. Oh yes. So, so we decided. We decided, and so we were talking about it last week. And what we are going to do is, we are going to do effectively a tale of four gamers type thing over the next six months. Um. And that's pretty much it. And then we're going to have, after three months, so sometime in September, we'll book a table at Warhammer World and we'll go and play some games. And then after six months, so the beginning of of next year, we'll um, do the the same for 2,000 points. points. Uh, And there are some rules, but to be honest, the rules are just there to give framework because most people have the models that they're going to use already and so they're not paying the costs. And it's not like we're giving out budgets and things, but... We'll fake it all. Matt's yeah, used to it. That. Gets us painting poise. Um, so yeah, so we're doing that, we're doing that. And um, I looked at my empire stuff, and I went, "Well, I'm not going to paint that because that's not very quick to paint. I'm the world's slowest painter, and uh, I really wanted to paint them nicely. So I'm doing blades of corn uh, because basically you can spray them red, and then give them a wash, and Pick out a couple of details, and you're done. Mm-hmm. So that'll, that'll be my choice. and um, There'll be lots of choppy stuff. So I bought some things, and then... now we you've had them for ages. Had them for ages. In fact, they predate the Drastic Plastic Orc. Yeah. Um, if you know what that is, you're old. Um, uh, then we went to... The second-hand shop in Yarmouth. We put on our hazard suits and things. And it, to yeah. be fair, it's only just in Yarmouth. Yes. Um, we went in there and bought some more things. Well, you did. I didn't. Don't no, say you... we bought things. Sorry, you were very good. Yes. They didn't have the things you wanted, did they? No. Um, and then I was at my regular D and D session yesterday. And it turns out that the lovely James Winton, um, despite the fact that he looks like a scruff bag and needs a haircut, still um, has he yes, he still needs a haircut. Bloody hippie. Um uh, he has some corn stuff, like some juggers and scar brand and some, nice. some blood letters that he's gonna let me have at less than eBay prices. So Awesome source. So I am sorted. I think for I don't think I think with those ones that I'm buying off James, that's it. I'm done for models because I yeah. like my two bloodthirsters. I'll just use Scarbrand instead of as the normal. third. As, yeah, ra bloodthirsters. Oh, um, oh, okay. Okay, that was a bit scary. That's all. Yeah, this from the man who, when we were at Warhammer World last week, going um, on about what, night haunts or whatever they're called, just kept on going. Ooh, I'm a ghost. Ooh, ooh, ooh. like it's that. Spooky, isn't it? It's not. It's, it's not as spooky as rah! No, that's not spooky.
1: That's scary. Well, it's, it's spooky. That's not just scary in your face. That? No, there's a difference. That's in your. You're a jump scare. I'm. I'm a like a paran parapsychic thingy thriller right, type so you're thing. The, you're
0: the stat- You're the static on the TV and podcast. Exactly. Yes, that's what I am. Annoying. Um, So, yeah, so we're going to do that, and we'll be detailing that on the blog and stuff, and we might talk about it if we talk again. You know, it would be nice... Of course we will. It would be nice to think that we will get another podcast out before this time next year. Hey, play your cards, right? We could do it before this time next week. Could do, could do. But as I thought in the car the other day, at some point... I'm going to get to the point where I'm saying... Oh, that's going to be a next year project... And then I'll die.
1: Oh, that's cheerful. <laughs> I thought I was the depressive... In, uh, in this little...
0: Thing. All right. Okay. One, one day we'll get to say... That'll be a next year project... And you'll die. Why am I dying now? Because <laughs> you were the one who, You just said you wanted to be the one who dies...
1: I had my blood sugar and cholesterol done the other day, and they said I'm as fit as a fiddle. Are you sure they well, did? Well, that that's, might be a slight exaggeration. I don't have diabetes, and my arteries haven't entirely clanked over. <laughs> they may have mentioned that I am carrying a couple of pounds more than perhaps I should be. <laughs> <laughs> so they said
0: pounds and not tons?
1: They. I, the the unit of measure was uh, I kind um, of couldn't hear the ringing the ringing in my ears <laughs> from my high blood pressure.
0: <laughs> so uh,
1: that's that. Um, what, yeah. I mean, and we have got to try and rope in the uh, the usual tractor massive um, types because Patrick wants to do some zinch. Yeah, but have them more power, pa- He'll have the power gamer by
0: the end of the summer. Yeah, probably. But he's a
1: filthy power gamer um, and wants to do lots of magic. Um, Boy Rory was talking about some Iron Jaws, I think. Yeah, he'll do whatever we tell him to do. Yes, because he's a boy. Um And it might even get Joel painting his tree people things. That's
0: what he was saying, yes, because he was saying that yesterday, because it was Dungeons & Dragons yesterday.
1: Yes. Um Which has...
0: Which is, again, a completely new thing since we last... Re- I hate the fact that we haven't recorded for, like, a year. Yes. So... um Yes, Dungeons & Dragons. This all started because of Connor and Jen.
1: Um, The the Truby swine.
0: And Pete Shepard. Yes. Because Pete Shepard ran a one-shot Dungeons & Dragons adventure for us for Connor's birthday. Was it Jen's birthday? One of the Truby's birthdays. And (laughs) that got us back into it. And then Joel said that he wanted to be a DM. And so the lovely Wintons all said, oh, you can all play at our house. Um, So now once a month, I drive over to Birmingham, um, through the roadworks at Cambridge, through the roadworks um, around Huntington, then
1: through the roadworks on the M6, I came back that way the other day. I spent about 150 miles at 40 miles a bloody hour. It's yes. ridiculous.
0: It is. And what made it especially good coming home last night is that the A14 was closed between Junction 21 and Junction 20. So the yes, diversion that, that's took, a regular
1: thing. Yes, um, the diversion took me from... to <laughs> Yes, that's the diversion I had to take the other day because I was also travelling back of an evening time. It was very funny, though,
0: because we were behind two other Fords whose sat-navs were obviously telling them to go
1: the same way that my sat-nav in my Ford was saying, because we were all just
0: following each
1: other. Yeah, it, it was the same. I was behind a rather posh Range Rover and had an Astra behind me, and I could see we all had our phones on the dash. All were using Google Maps, and Google Lady was telling us to go the same way. <laughs> so, um,
0: so yeah, so now I drive over to um, Birmingham once a month to play Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, but it's family time Because my youngest daughter Turns out she really likes Dungeons and Dragons She is a bit weird that way She is a bit weird But She she and I It's, it's me and Emily time So yeah. yes, we go and we, we play And um, We had them over the Easter holidays They all came here for the weekend And we had just a weekend's worth of gaming Um, So it's the Wintons and John Donaldson and Chris Donaldson, who um, we knew from Malifaux. Mm -hmm. And it's brilliant. It's such a good fun. Joel's a really, really good DM, because he... um, I wrote about it in my blog post. He listens to what the players are doing, and he uses what the players are doing to create his story. Rather than prescribing his story to you, Mm -hmm. he's writing his story for you, which is a big difference yeah um and it's great, and I know you're not really into role playing games, so <laughs> you yeah, know it's just another um, thing you're wrong about I've,
1: I've, no i I've, I've I played a d and d when I was at college, and it was good fun I'm just out of the habit, i guess if i'm honest um and of course, you know my weekends were my non kids weekends were being used up. Um, being a grown-up in a relationship and stuff like that, so it was it was not something that I was prepared unlike, to. Unlike mine, well, yeah, because you're married and that doesn't count anymore. Because <laughs> you know she's just glad to get you out of the house, especially if I take a child with me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So yeah, my my Sundays have been busy. You know, sneaking in the back door as you go out the front. Really? No, um, <laughs> if, I, I don't think that's. Uh, Likely to ever happen. I shall make sure I mention it to her that you said that though. Don't do that because then she'll look at me all disapproving again. <laughs> In fairness, she does that all the time. Anyway. She
0: does. Um. So yeah. So so that's dragons. That's that consumes, and I've really been enjoying that. Yeah. Um. Massively, massively good fun. Um. What else have we been up To
1: um, um, we went to the cricket. Yes. As I am currently watching the cricket on mute, um, so am um, the, I. <laughs> there is there has been a lot of cricket around. and um, will continue to be because um, yes. the World Cup will finish, and then it's Ashes time. Yes, and we had the Indian Premier League before that,
0: and yeah. our team won.
1: Yes, because the Mumbai Indians have always been a, a massive favourite of mine. <laughs> Um, ever, ever since my team bombed after about four games into the bloody tournament, yes,
0: yes, my Esther has not been overly pleased with the fact that it's pretty much been cricket every day. It must be what football. We, it must be what the football of feel like.
1: Yeah, but without the alcohol and potential for domestic violence. Yes, um, and we went. And we actually went to we actually
0: went to a match. We went to um, we went to Trent Bridge again this year. To watch England versus Pakistan, um, yeah. which was quite
1: cold. It certainly was. Once the sun went down, um, I, I it, started to think that shorts was not the wisest choice. Yes. But it was quite funny
0: because uh, we were sitting in the family. We were sitting in the family stand uh, because neither of us drink, and uh, well, Matt drinks but he doesn't when he's driving, and. Um, you get a really good view in the family stand. Plus, it's really, its one of the newer ones. And if you know where you're going to get your tickets, you can basically get your tickets on the—you get your seats on the aisle, so you can stretch your legs right out. <laughs> yeah. Um. But we were, so we we're sitting there, and it's getting late, and it looks like we're going to lose. And we're going. Oh, we've got a three-hour drive to get. No, oh no, it was Dragon Rampant the next day, so we had a two-hour right, drive yeah. over to Birmingham to. Um, get to the hotel, and Matt's... But of out. course, I still had stuff to paint. You still had models to paint, so we're going, oh, we'll just go. So we'd literally, we'd packed up, we were just getting out of our seats, Ben Stokes hits a six, Oh, we'll just stay and watch the next over. All right, we can go now. Ben Stokes hit another six.
1: Yeah, so we, from uh, about the 40 over, Mark decided we were going to make a run for it, um, we... Pretty much left at a sprint the minute he hit the winning runs yes, with hit, what an over but, and a half to go before
0: the ball even before they'd even run the winning runs because he'd hit it and it was obviously it was going to be the winning runs. We were down the steps and out. And to be fair, we weren't the only ones. No, because um, it was not warm, a jolly good day. It was, but by nine o'clock, it was not warm. No. Uh, So yeah, so that was good, and um, as as Matt says, there's cricket on, what else have we done? Movies?
1: Oh, there's been lots and lots of movies. You know... Endgame came out. Well,
0: you know that the last time we recorded
1: was before Infinity War. Oh Christ, so Infinity War and Endgame have come out. Yes. They were quite good. They were alright, weren't they? (laughs) Yeah. They've made a bob or two as well. They have. Has it
0: beaten Avatar oh, yet? I don't, I don't know. I'll, I, you talk about you talk about them, and I'll have a look.
1: So, as you will all know, because you're geeks, it's the culmination—the two films that were the culmination of twenty-two, twenty-three 22. movies in the end. Twenty-two. Um, they obviously we snuck ca- Captain Marvel in between them, um, which was cool. Um, and I saw Endgame twice. It's still on now, I think, uh, at the cinema. So I might squeeze a third showing in. Um, but I do have quite a few other films. I still haven't seen John Wick 3 yet, which looks awesome. It's um, but yes, Endgame it's is.
0: 45 million short of being the top
1: movie ever. I still think it'll do it, you know. It's still on in a lot of places. Yeah. I mean, it's made another 10 million, what, in the last week or so? Yeah. So, but yes, very good. Made me cry um, yeah. the first time I saw it. And then also made me cry the second time I saw it.
0: I've only seen Endgame once. Uh It did make me cry. Um, pretty much for the last 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: I... My my view is it wrapped up, if you like, that initial or the the story arcs for, if you like, the original Avengers from the first movie quite nicely, um, with the potential. Uh, can we do spoilers yet? I don't think so. All right. spoiler alert! It wraps up all of the original Avengers story arcs. But allows for Thor to carry on. How about that? That's all right, isn't it? That's all right. Yep. Yeah. So, but very satisfying. Um, some great bits in it. Some bits that um, people moan about. the all the female heroes. That that particular shot, which I thought was awesome. Um, yes, but people, but people were like, like it was so telegraphed and blah blah blah. If you didn't like it, you wrong you're an idiot get over yourself
0: they're the same people who are moaning about the whole of captain marvel
1: yeah <laughs> yeah
0: and the get same out pe-
1: of mum's get out of mum's basement neckbeard idiots
0: yeah and the same people who were completely are the um gatekeeper people you know well that's not you don't don't know that's not our dungeons and dragons Yes, not your dungeon. Or, or, or
1: the current gatekeepers contrast paints. That's not painting models properly. Oh yeah, be relevant. Nice. Do you like topical?
0: Yeah, that was that was good. I was going to be a little bit topical as well because
1: I was really. Gonna, well, I was just going to
0: touch on the idiot from the games expo. Oh, the
1: the forced abduction, gang, gang rape. rape, twat. <sighs>
0: Um, I just wanted to say I thought that the expo dealt with it
1: brilliantly. Absolutely. Um, uh, I was, yes. Uh, I was, superbly well, given the issues around it and the potential for mishandling. I think they did a brilliant job yeah, of Yeah, considering how other
0: conventions have handled similar incidents with a uh, will investigate and then you hear nothing else. Yeah. The fact that they dealt with it there and then. Apparently, um, I was talking with... Um, Mrs. Winton about it yesterday because she was at yeah. the expo. Apparently, when they became aware of it, they actually hauled the guy out mid session. So he didn't even get to finish, he didn't even finish what he was the session that he was running. They yanked him out mid session and threw him out. And apparently, absolutely he, spot on. Apparently, he is um, a lifetime ban.
1: Good. There's no place for it. And, you know, I suppose there's a touch of, do we then sound like gatekeepers for a hobby that is you shouldn't tell people I play? No, there are, there are expectations of decent human well, behaviour. But it's not, it's, it's not that, because it's not
0: necessarily the content. It's the fact that the content was sprung on people and yeah. that the content was not what was explained because you as a dm you apparently have to explain what you're going to do yeah the content that occurred was not in it basically was different from the pack that he had submitted yeah yeah um If 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 you don't know what we're talking about then you can just
1: you can google it google it and find out um but yes, so you know, does that make a gatekeepers? Do you know what? If gatekeeping is about making the hobby inclusive, uh, and and challenging, and not being accepting of, let's say, deliberately divisive behaviour, because that's what that was. Yeah. Um, then happy days. Then I'll be a gatekeeper every day of the week, because I want everybody have access to this hobby um and not feel uncomfortable and you know what i i am fully aware of sometimes my humor pushes the bounds of what's acceptable but i would never deliberately want to offend or upset anyone um and there have been occasions where i know that i have done that um and to which you know i've i have apologized to the person in question or the person that's brought it to my attention and the person in questions so it's, it's something that I'm trying to be mindful of as well. Um, if that makes me a social justice warrior, as I have been called on the on the um, social medias, well, do you know what? So be it. I just want to try and be a better human being. I think that's something we should all try and be. I mean, it's difficult because I'm pretty bloody good anyway. Well, I'm not sure. I was but...
0: about to say I'm not sure I could be better, but...
1: Hmm, okay. Uh, I am keeping a list of stuff that you need to be better at, so... Oh, really? I What's run on the list? That. Stop sh- showing me the crack of your ass every time you get out of the car, for starters. But you do it to me. It's my car, my ah, rules.
0: Okay. your car, your rules, okay.
1: Absolutely. Does it just overexcite you? Is that what the problem is? It, it like makes me a little bit sick in my mouth. <laughs> You like. And it plays on and it plays on my fear of heights because it's you know it is quite literally staring into the abyss.
0: <laughs> but that's not really how I could be a better human being.
1: Well it is. <laughs> Stop doing it. I know you're doing it on purpose now. I'm not going to put it in there. Well, I mean from what I've seen it wouldn't touch the sides anyway. But wiggle it just a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I could drive. See, people in already my think, that we're, still well, people already think that we're in a relationship.
0: So this is not going to help.
1: Well, if we were in a relationship, you would definitely be the tunnel and I'd be the train.
0: <laughs> oh, it's Cardiff all over again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there we are. That's. that's it's been an hour. We've been talking for an hour, and we haven't actually covered very much because we haven't honestly, we haven't done a massive amount. Um, no. We uh, we really did do six months with no gaming whatsoever.
1: No, it was it was definitely a bit of a dry spell. But, but for somebody who hasn't played much in the last couple of years, as I'm now in the process of packing up my stuff, you've still got. A lot. I, I'm I'm going to have like four boxes of non-gaming stuff maybe and a million boxes of gaming stuff (laughs) it's ridiculous i'm like five boxes in and and i've not even disturbed the top of the pile yet really
0: (laughs) you need to sell it that's what you need to do
1: that's that's the theory. In, hopefully, this will be kind of a, a good opportunity to store, sort stuff in the boxes that will allow some sellage to take place. Um, in reality, it's not happening. In reality, it's just going to go in the boxes, and I'll move it again in another few years.
0: Yeah. Right. Well, I think that's probably enough.
1: I think people have been brought up speed, and frankly, I need a poo. Okay. You generally do. Yes. I've been nipping it back in for the last sort of 15, okay, or okay. minutes. Okay,
0: okay. See, remember this—this this whole discussion about you being a better person. Yes. Not sharing your bodily functions is is a step towards being a better
1: person. Okay. okay. Well, I'll I'll try to not do that, but Mister Brown is at the window. Right now, if I remember
0: rightly, the way we finish this is—I've been Mike. I've been Matt. And we'll speak to you again soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. You can contact Fools Daily on Twitter. We're at Fools Underbar Daily. Or via email, foolsdaily at outlook.com.